Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Quarantine Chronicles with me, Melissa. Hey, everyone, welcome back to episode 20. This is the second and final part of the Calendar Club with Dan. If you did not listen to part one, stop right here, stop, pause, exit out, (laughs) and go back to episode 18 and take a listen to that episode before jumping into this one. All right, now that those people left. (laughs) Okay, in part two, we talk about so much more about how Dan completed this challenge. We talk about time management, and he actually even calls me out for not utilizing my time in productive ways. I beg to differ, though. We also talk about day 26, which was a huge day for him. He ran the Boston Marathon route, you guys. Amazing. So we're going to talk about the process of that run and how he got through it. All right, enough of me talking. Let's jump into the final part of the calendar club with Dan. Enjoy. Can I actually ask you, (laughs) can I ask you a bladder question or is that TMI? No, do it up. Okay, so (laughs) my issue with um, long distance runs is that (laughs) I literally have like the worst bladder in the world. And I remember when we, my sister and I were doing the run to remember, I was like, Chris, like I really got to pee. And she was so pissed at me because she was like trying to, to do it for time. And the line, like you, you know, like the lines are always long. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. But how, like, how do you, like, do you go super long without (laughs) going to the bathroom? Is that a weird question? No, it's not. Um, I don't know. I, and I guess it all depends on how I hydrate like the night before, you know, if I, I'm usually pretty good about tapering off. Um, I don't know if there's like a really good science behind it, but it's, so I'll call this bro science. Um, usually about like two hours before I go to bed, I definitely stop drinking like water, anything. Um, and I've noticed that even during that night, like I, don't have to wake up randomly um and then in the morning i definitely um i have some like i have a big cup from (laughs) from the red sox game i just fill it up i think it's like 24 or 28 ounces and i throw a little uh pink himalayan sea salt in there and i've definitely noticed that it helps retain again bro science it like i don't feel the need to go as often like I definitely still need to go I mean you're out there for you know an hour hour and a half and you're kind of like all right I could definitely use a piss up <laughs> you know um but I feel like it's like less frequent again disclaimer I don't know if it has anything to do with it, it <laughs> placebo effect 100 percent. that so you put yeah. um pink salt you said yeah pink Him- Himalayan so, oh, okay. Yeah. That's there's uh, 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 there's more of a health benefit behind it that I didn't, I can't really give you off the top of my head right now, but <laughs> it's, okay. it's something that it's definitely something to look into as far as uh, uh, um, minerals and the uh, dense minerals behind it. Okay, I'll write that down. That's 
Interesting. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for um, getting a little TMI with me. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go to those places. Can't be afraid. Can't be afraid. I just have like a little bit of PTSD from it because my sister genuinely got so upset with me that I had to use the bathroom and I'm like, oh, like man. if I ever do another race with you, like I'll try not to go to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 I'll just butt myself. Thanks. <laughs> so I want to go into like the soreness a little bit. So I'm just curious how your body was reacting to like doing this amount of mileage. Like I know you said like your quads were tight and your calves were tight but like what did you ever get to the point where your body was like please stop doing this um it's gonna sound like such a hard old comment but yeah probably my body was <laughs> like yeah like we, we can stop now but it's like no we're fine oh it's come like, on <laughs> you know i know but like you know what i mean like it's it's about you know you know telling yourself that it's like things are going to be all right it's just like you know we're not dying you know what i mean like everything's still intact everything's just a little bit sore um i do have an overuse injury that was already pre-existing going into this and uh i think it's like um sometimes i'll put my achilles um you need to be careful with that yeah so i knew like what a like that off the top of my head I knew like that could be a a thing. Um but it's only like a thing for like the first couple of miles and like once it gets warmed up I'm like, all right, good to go. Yeah. You know? Um yeah, calves, my calves always get tight. Um and then it was after twenty six yeah, after day twenty six. Um I'm not sure if it was it I I think it was something to do with the course because it was only my left quad that was giving me a hard time. And it was only like right above my knee, almost where like Ooh. the insertion points are. Yeah. And I think, I think, 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 think that it was because I was on one side of the road more often than I was on the you know what I mean? So I was on the right side of the road more than the left side. If you think about the road, right? Typically, like it can't just be flat because it's got to come for like runoff for right. rain. Yeah. So once you get higher towards the center of the road, it's going to have some sort of pitch where you know your left foot travel. You know, saying if you were running on the right side of the road, your left foot travel is going to be shorter than your right foot because of that slope right so i think i was short stroking with my left leg thus causing um that almost like of an imbalance yeah i think that's why i I think that was why i was sore and um i should have kept that in mind because i've done marathons in the past where um that was also an issue but uh, definitely um was not comfortable (laughs) but um and you said that you weren't stretching during this (laughs) yeah i'm i'm yeah i don't know yeah i don't know what's wrong with me what Um, about like foam rolling or like do you have like i use the lacrosse ball because my feet are so flat so like this is where like my feet are hurting right now so like i'll do like i'll just roll it on the 
via lacrosse ball? Yeah. Um, typically for like lacrosse ball work, I um, use my IT band. I'll throw it on the IT band. Um, especially where I like inserts um, in the hip. Oh, yeah. Area. Yeah. Oh, you can do it in that think. area? Yeah, it's tight, but you can definitely get after it and uh, it's 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 not fun um i actually earlier this year i bought a, a theragun oh yeah i really want one of those yeah it is amazing uh the price is you know a little bit on the heavier side but um i typically go to like a massage therapist yeah like, after i do you know like my marathons and stuff like that so now that that's not possible with, you know, them being quote unquote non-essential, um, <laughs> the, the Theragun has definitely gotten every dollar use out of it. Yeah. I definitely say that. Um, and um, yeah, I would just go to town with a Theragun for, <laughs> you know, I would do it after the the initial run in the morning to kind of get like that initial blood flowing and yeah. just to help smooth everything out so you did like some tlc to your body that's what i yeah, was like, making yeah sure. <laughs> yeah i wasn't totally trashing it but. okay so we also we went through before we get to day 26 i left this amazing day um okay. for like one of the last topics but we we touched upon the mental aspect it seems like you're very much like let's just do it let's just get it done um were, were there any days or like how did you push through on the tough days when you might have not been feeling your best like one day maybe you didn't get like the greatest sleep or whatever you know whatever external factors and you just weren't feeling it what were you you telling yourself to get you through that I'm just trying to be positive um yeah. You know, what the day after doing the 26th, that that day was really rough. Um and you know, I got most of my miles done during that day. I obviously spread it out way more than I typically would have just because um just kind of go easy on myself, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh after running you know, the full course on Sunday. So that Monday was a hard day. And, um, you know, I did the typical thing in the morning, got like probably four, five miles in, had Oof. breakfast, got into work, you know, did some more miles on the bike. Um, I think I did like two hours on the bike. So I got some miles done while I was at work. You know, I walked around. I got at least a couple, um, two or three mile walks in, you know, while I was at work. But then I was still, um, I was still four miles shy at 11 o'clock. So I had to go down to the gym and sit <laughs> on a bike for another 40 minutes uh. and, and finish off the day. You know, that was the longest day. That was, that was definitely the hardest day, but yeah. I was still riding that momentum from the day prior. You know what right. I mean? It's just like, and this kind of like pays back off of the idea of, you know, should you 
let your past accomplishments, you know, power you through, I think in that case is like a really good example. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, like I could do that. Like as I could just did yesterday. Yesterday was just one mile less. I can still do today. Like this is fine. Like, right. you, you know, I I'm still capable. I still have time. Yeah. You know, it's not like, yeah, I just using that as fuel for the fire you know, accomplishing something um, the day before, you know, will help you push through till the next day. That's, oh, that's good advice. (laughs) You know? That was a good answer. Good answer. (laughs) All right. So we're going to talk about day 26. This is, I remember seeing it on your Instagram story and I'm just like, this dude is killing it like not only like he went all out like he went to that extra that extraness he so you did I'll let you take it away because um this is a great moment but so day 26 you did the Boston Marathon route Mm -hmm. so you can say whatever you want um because I think it's pretty awesome but one question one quick question have you ran the Boston Marathon before no, so this will get into that. So originally, I was supposed to run uh, in April. I was um, I have a bib through uh, work. They do fundraising for uh, research where I work, and so I was, you know, I I have to fundraise obviously, but even just to be selected for a limited amount of bibs we only had i think it was like 30 bibs and then there was over 150 applicants so just to be like a part of the 30 that even got selected was was a pretty big deal and i'm I'm very thankful for that opportunity i still am even though we haven't you know obviously it's got postponed until september but um you know when you do races and you you know you run and you do marathons and other states uh it's that question that annoys the shit out of me the most you're like <laughs> oh do you do boston yet <laughs> and it's like no i haven't but it's just like that is like the question that like t- number one question really? ever, and, uh, yeah i've i've ran i've ran eight or nine marathons in wow. different states that is the number one question I'll always get. Did you run Boston? Wow. And you were so, so it'd be close. nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm gonna do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's now just gonna take a little bit long time, but like it's just so nice to like have that question like crossed off. It's just like yes. You're I like, did. fuck yeah, I did. Now you can like, stop, yes, asking me. stop asking me. <laughs> you know? And it's so funny too. And I I don't know if it's jealousy or if I just think that they're just ridiculous, but um, no matter where you, so say like uh, I was just in Georgia for the Atlanta marathon, uh, March, March 1st. And they, you know, you walk around and do some sightseeing and uh, no matter where you go, you'll always see somebody who wears their Boston marathon jacket. And I think it's the most, perverse thing you could ever do i I just i think it's like it's like it's flexing on a runner's level 
Yeah, of course. They ran the Boston. Like, I was trying to find out how I could just get a jacket without running it. And then I was just yeah. going to wear the jacket everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now you got fake clout. <laughs> That's fake clout. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so like I don't know. It's like all right, you get it. You're a runner. It's like you ran Boston. Cool, good for you. But it's just like it's always like oh, it's always like the old people who are like 50, <laughs> 60 years old. They're like I got the 2003 Boston. Like, cool. But that's amazing. Cool. I'm all right. Wait. So we're gonna. I'm gonna bring cool. you back. I'm gonna bring you back on this podcast. And after you do the Boston Marathon, and I'm going to guarantee that you're just going to, like, be sleeping in that Boston Marathon shirt or jacket. I, you're, you, no. are, you are. <laughs> no, no, no. Because, like, I also feel the same thing, like, when people wear their medals after finishing the race, too. Like, I feel like You're against so it? I'm not against it, but it's, like, how far, like, how long is, like, an, I'll give you that day. If you want to wear your medal that day after running, okay, I'll give it to you. It's like the next day or the day after. Oh, yeah. And you're still wearing it around. I'm like, all right, you know, cool it there, kiddo. (laughs) I get the metal. I get the metal thing because mine are just like people have like hangers and they'll like hang all their medals on. Um, I wouldn't like necessarily wear mine the next day, but a piece of apparel, like I still wear my turkey um, trot 5K from november <laughs> oh yeah 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 but like you wouldn't like show up to like a marathon in that though no yeah you know no, what people I mean? would laugh at me so you'd be like oh it's, you know what i mean it's turkey um, trot girl it's, it's a turkey trot i was the fastest in that turkey trot though all right so you did the boston marathon route yep so you also so, touched uh, Sorry, go ahead. I'll actually, I'll get into that a little bit just because, like, obviously with everything that's going on, um, you know, we're trying to be socially distant and right. all that stuff. So uh, I was lucky enough to have help one of my friends who um, kind of does some side jobs on the side, jobs on the side. He had some time, I'm like, hey, look, like, do you mind driving me out? Because it's, it, you know, it starts out, in Huffington and it ends in Boston. So logistically I had to find somebody to drive me to the start line. And then obviously like I would finish up near close to my work. So it was no big deal. So I had somebody drive me out there and, uh, you know, I had some stuff with me so I could like, you know, rehydrate, have some fuel, some food and stuff like that. And then, you know, just, kind of like not coach me but just follow me in just to make sure that you know I'm essentially out there on my own you know right. what I mean god forbid if something you know for catastrophic were to happen you know what yeah. I mean so uh, I definitely advise people who do something like that or if they're not running in their normal area that they know is to you know use proper you know safety um, procedures I guess yeah. you could say. No, so I so I had um had one of my friends drive me and he met me up at uh mile three and then mile six and then I had uh one of my co-workers 
uh, meet me up at mile six. Uh, shout out to Frank who drove me to Starshine. Shout out to uh, Mike Foley who uh, crewed me from mile six all the way in. Um, and it was, I definitely needed that because there's no way that I was able to do the whole thing unsupported. Uh, so it's nice that even, you know, I didn't have much with me. I know I had a couple of bottles of extra water and that was about it. Nothing too crazy. Um, and then I eventually got to mile 17, which is right around uh, Newton. And I had my friend Ripley. Um, she joined me for a couple of miles too. And uh, definitely without those three people, it would have been a very uh, rough day for sure. Yeah. You, I feel like you definitely need support. And you even mentioned that yeah. like having like in a normal marathon, you have the crowd going wild and you have mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. um, it, it gives you energy. So I feel like you definitely needed a support system. So that's awesome yeah. that your, your friends joined you on that. Um, yeah. they're good friends, good friends. Yeah. Yeah, they apparently have nothing better to do on a Sunday. So I mean, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate that. Did you, like, so what did you use for fuel? People bring sandwiches. Did you bring a sandwich with you? No, so I tend to play around with this stuff, um, see how my body reacts. Uh, so I did water to start and then once i hit mile six i switched over to um you ever hear of those liquid iv yes yeah yeah i have so I did a okay so i did great for hangovers by the way and they are um, they're really good like they're, they're so, so clutch <laughs> that um, i use them more for that than yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey shout out to liquid iv let's be a sponsor of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and then uh hangovers please <laughs> oh yes um so i did like uh one of those little packets and some uh, uh adult pedialyte oh. so just to get some extra um uh, electrolytes in um that was helpful and then um there's these gummies uh i've i've used before like when i weight lift like you know just to have something like if i'm working out for longer than like an hour i'll oh, just like throw them down chewy so like some organic um strawberry uh i think i know what you're talking like, about uh, they're in a green package uh the, the name yeah, totally yeah. escapes me like i i could look yeah but i had um two packets of those so i had like half mile half of a packet a mile six another half at 12 and then again at you know, I was like 16 and 18 and that, yeah, 16 and no, 18 and 24. Yeah. 16 and 24. Right. So I was just munching on those. And typically, uh, obviously when you have proper aid stations, there's going to be, right. um, water, uh, Gatorade. And then once right around like mile, 16 18 ish they tend to have uh goose so those yeah. little packets of uh yeah. of goose and um i obviously didn't have that luxury and then i didn't want to like 
worried about having, you know, so many of those little goop packets. So I just wanted to see how my body would respond to these, um, these little gummy chewables and it worked out all right. I mean, um, still starving. I was, yeah, I was absolutely famished by the time I housed <laughs> two small pizzas and of course ice cream after. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. What did you eat after? Oh man. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, dirty water dough? No. Great pizza. It's on uh, Newberry Street. I highly recommend it. Ooh, I'm gonna have to check it out when everything opens again. Highly recommend. <laughs> was it creepy running the Boston Marathon route where when like during this coronavirus pandemic time where I imagine or I hope not a lot of people were out in Boston? Uh for the first once I got up to like Newton, so like yeah, once I got up to mile seventeen, there was barely anybody out there. Um, even like in the towns, it was very bare, like Wellesley, um, Ashland. It was just like, it was a weird ghost town. I mean, it also was a Sunday too. So you got to take that into effect. Like most people don't do anything on a Sunday, especially like seven, eight, nine o'clock in the morning. You know, people are typically, you know, sleeping in. But, uh, when I got to mile 17, I definitely noticed a lot more people out, um, it was like right around the Newton area. Um, and it was a decent day. So, um, you know, I don't blame people for getting out, you know, you know, have their mask on and, yeah. you know, they're just making sure that, you know, they're maintaining the distance. A lot, 90% of the people that were out there were absolutely maintaining their distance and stuff like right. that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, you can only do so much. You know, especially if it's a decent day, you know what I mean? You got to take advantage. I mean, we live in New England, you know? Yeah. It's like when those nice it days come out. Today. Like, <laughs> oh, God, it was <laughs> awful today. <laughs> and you ran today, too, right? I, thankfully, I am so grateful for having a treadmill downstairs. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I did see uh, one of the guys I do follow on Instagram. He's a uh, he's an avid marathoner. Um uh, his handle is like I run six twenty six point two. It's his name. Uh, oh. Dan Cu- Dan Cutter, I think his name is. Um, he lives out in uh, Rochester, New York, so it's about half hour, forty five minutes from Buffalo. And he did ten miles in the snow. I'm like, God, crazy. I was like, you are a savage. <laughs> I know you're very much of a tough guy. And you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> I see you. Uh, I don't know about that. I meant, well, like, just see like, me how I react when I see a snake. I thought, no, I thought. <laughs> oh, question that. I saw your face when I said that. What I, I meant mentally tough. So you're like, okay, like I'm going to do this challenge, whatever. No biggie. But was there anything that you learned about yourself during this? this challenge that you did yes and no um like I already knew that obviously I wasn't gonna give up like if I was gonna give up it was because like I legitimately couldn't continue you know powers you know beyond my control you know um I think a lot a lot of people who do 
attempt this and they'll come out of this they'll realizing like how much potential they have and what they've been doing beforehand you know not really fully tapping into that um you know once you do that a lot more uh you you know your limitations will be higher now you know and you know that's a scale right it's just like you do something that was hard and you get to that and you're like oh yeah i can do more and it's like a sliding up you know do something hard you're gonna realize that you are capable and you do something hard again it's like oh wow it's just like what was i not why wasn't i challenging myself in this way before yeah you know and then i think another thing i was able to pull out of this is that um i read this book um called extreme ownership it's by uh jocko willing he's a oh, former I love him he has a podcast okay okay too. see you now he has a podcast too <laughs> yep absolutely so you know check yeah. uh so you know uh have you read his book i haven't his books okay no. so he establishes principles that he's learned on the battlefield as a navy seal commander and then these are principles that obviously he used in order to be you know successful in the military but they're also applicable in like your life as well as like business and um business strategies and stuff and one of them that i took out of it is that the fundamental of prioritize and execute so there's obviously if you're doing the calendar club this is one of the things that you'll have to do in, in the course of your day amongst other things like right uh, do grocery shopping you know right. laundry you know you have still work you mm -hmm. know you said you were tied up in the computer from like seven to three right yeah so it's prioritize and execute it's just like you got to know what your priorities are sort them out figure out the way that you're going to attack that and then lay out that plan and then just follow through in that plan mm -hmm. you know and it's like it could be something simple as you know uh wake it up like a half hour early to bang out a couple of miles or, i wasn't happy about doing that this week but i did it yeah <laughs> did it and, and it could be something simple as a, like, oh, I have a conference call at, you know, X month at X time. I can work up to that, have lunch. And then the meeting, you know, I could still be doing a walk, you know. Right. And it all depends on, like, how long the meeting goes. How, like, a typical meeting, what, half hour, 45 minutes, something like that. Okay, cool. That's two miles you could be walking. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like now you're getting two things done at one time yeah you know you're you're in that meeting crossing that off and also the bigger picture of the day is getting that mileage getting the mile in yeah that's true i also wanted to touch upon so do you think that you would have you you haven't done the calendar club before correct this is your first no, time I haven't. yeah do you think that it was I don't want to say good timing because it makes it seem like I'm like, yay, coronavirus. But do you think, no, no, no. do you think, do you know what I'm trying to ask? Like, do you think that if, if we weren't in quarantine right now, do you think, I mean, you're still working too, obviously, but do you think yeah. 
um, you still would have accomplished this if like friends wanted to hang out and if, if things were normal. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was, um, a couple times where, um, we, my family got together, you know, to celebrate, you know, it was my mom's birthday a couple weekends ago, you know, um, it was actually, it was a kind of a joined mom's birthday, brother-in-law's birthday. Um, and I still had to do two miles to do. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, I'm like, they got it. They, and they understood, you know, I, I told them that at the beginning of the month, like what I was doing. Right. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll see you in a little bit. I was like, all right. That's good you know that they I mean? understand, yeah. Yeah, it's good to understand. It's just like, and it's something that I want to accomplish. And I think that if other people, you know, realize if something that you're doing is meaningful for you, they'll they'll understand that. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. it's good to have those people in your life as well. You know what right. I mean? Because there'll oh, be yeah. people who are like, like, what are you doing? Like, that's dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, well. It's like how you do you re- how do like, you react to that? Like, is that what you say? Because there's a lot of people who are like Melissa out of like all the things that you could be doing right now. Like, why did you choose to do this? Like, you're crazy for it. So, yeah. but what do you say to those people who might not understand? Um, I I don't know. I try to come at it as a point with understanding, like why they think that's dumb. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like, maybe it doesn't make sense to you, but like, for me, like, it makes sense to me to challenge myself in this way. You know, right. maybe it doesn't make any sense to you. Like, um, but, um, yeah, it's, you know, maybe it's that they don't want to push themselves in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like maybe that they're kind of, um, I don't know how you want to say it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like if people see you do hard things, uh, when people see, see you do hard things, you're like, oh, I could never do that. It's like, uh, do you want to do it or like, do you don't think you can do it? Right. Because want and think you can are two different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is say like, oh, I, I, I don't think I could ever do that. It's like, well, have you tried it? Well, no. <laughs> okay. Do you, like, try it. Like, you'll, you'll be surprised. You right. know? No, I'm totally but like, surprised. But, like, to say that, like, I don't want to run a marathon, that's a personal choice. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to do that. Okay, that's cool. Like, you don't have to. It's yeah. just like, but it's like, oh, I could never do, I, I, that bugs me the worst. When people say, I could never do that. <laughs> I literally... Same. I, I, just like, like, I say that all the time yeah it's like well <laughs> like you could because like if I can do it like there's no difference between me and you yeah you, like, would. you know what I mean <laughs> it's just like there's no difference like literally like nothing is stopping you like the the barrier of entry is like super low like can you walk okay cool like you can jog you know maybe you can't do it now but you could train yourself to eventually do it you know yes. fully Good point. Yeah. Good point. And I think if a lot of people had that mentality, you know what I mean, that, that like, okay, maybe I not can't do it now, but no, I will do it in the future. And say, right. okay, and then like do it in the future, like starts today. Like, what are you doing today in order for you to do that? You know, 
six, eight months down the road, maybe a year. You know? Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you gave us a lot of advice. Is there anything or any type of advice that we might have not touched on that you would want to give anybody who wants to try the calendar club out? Um, I'd say be all in. Um, this is obviously going to be a hard thing to do. And I think that it's good to do hard things every once in a while. Yeah. You know, I think that it's going to go a little deep, but just okay. bear with me. Yeah, uh, right. We have, like, we live, like, arguably, even with all this is going on right now, we live in the best time right now. Yeah. Where everything could be like, you know, we, we get food from random people you know, from our favorite restaurants, yeah. um, we can, you know, go on Netflix and chill, yep. you know, we can do all these easy stuffs. And like, if we prepare ourselves for adversity better, I think that's going to equate better for both physical and mental health. Like when the shit really hits the fan, like this is like, this is tough, but there could be a lot worse. Yeah. You know, they could definitely be a lot worse. And I think a lot of people are thrown off with everything that's happening. And I think that doing stuff now during this time to kind of like pad your resiliency will definitely help in the long run. Yeah. I agree. I want to go back to, uh, we never, I think we hit it, but we... Call me out! <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. No, go ahead. Um, as far as, like, working out, like, during this, obviously when I had more time, like, get, you know, up until, like, 13, 14, 15 miles, it's easier to get those done. You can do other workouts in between. Um, this kind of ties into also people who want to do the calendar club because like you got to be all in like um i know that you're doing <laughs> insanity insanity on top of it which is like if you have the time like by all means yeah like do it but know that obviously it's going to be like added stress on to your body you know what i mean yeah. so you have to account for uh, the workout that you're doing on top of, you know, the mileages that yeah. you need to do. For the day. It's stress on stress. Right. Um, that's why I think I might, I might try this challenge when I'm not doing insanity because I, I really want to finish insanity. Um, I'm almost done. I have like three weeks and it's 60 days. So I, I see kind of like that as a priority goal. Um, okay. I'm glad like I dipped my toes into this challenge because I, yeah. I definitely would want to see if I could complete maybe like half a month, like half of June and then like see what happens in July. So this isn't, oh, this challenge isn't over for me, but I'm just kind of like dipping my toes into it for now. 
And I said, I, I wish I could just talk you into the whole thing. <laughs> but so here's the thing that I got out of this is that, like I said, like you are way more capable than you think you are. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people tend to hold back in fear of the unknown. But then, like, once you come out of this, you're like, oh, wow. Like, like uh, just a couple of examples. Like, there were, I have, like, the stats written down somewhere. But um, there was, like, 30 or 40 people, like, their first marathon was during this month. Wow. You know, there was a kid in India who joined the calendar club they had a legit stay at home order. Like they couldn't leave. He did all of his miles in his living room. In his living room. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So if like, when you see like other people like doing these extraordinary stuff, it's like, it's like, and you're kind of like, well, what's your excuse? All right. You know, <laughs> Like, uh, like I saw the video of him just doing laps in his living That's room, and it's crazy. no, it's, it's you know, and it's probably like half the size of like a normal living room. But he was just yeah. doing laps. He was just going. I'm just like, man, it's be all in on this. If you're gonna do it, like you're all you're at day nine. Tomorrow's day ten. Do ten. Well, (laughs) I'm very much uh, in that mindset right now of just taking one day at a time. So we'll see. But you will, you will continue to be my running coach. Don't worry. (laughs) I feel like I have to like, I don't know. That's like a really bad title for me. That's not me. That's who, that's who I was going to say, I was thinking about this interview and I was like, all right, Melissa, like, what are things that like you need to tell him? And I was going to say, you should be like a coach or like, okay. So I'll be the coach of what not to do. (laughs) I will be the poster child of what not to do. No, that's not true because I thought, I thought you did amazing, honestly. And I think it's, it's a great accomplishment. And I just, I want to say, I think you're, you're amazing for doing it. And also congratulations for doing it too. It's not like, uh, it's not like a simple thing or like a simple challenge to, to complete. So I, I give you honestly so much credit for it. Thank you. You're welcome. You could, you're going to join the club soon. So <laughs> you'll be on that list. Do All right. Wait. So, okay. Can we make a bet? Or a deal? Well, what's the deal? I'm not gonna say, okay, <laughs> not to the stipulations of this. So if if I do complete ever, like not this month, but if I do complete the calendar club, can I make a t-shirt and wear it to my next race? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Can I can I wear that t-shirt every single day? saying uh, it, i but, i oh i thought you were gonna say have my face on it I'm like <laughs> no <bad>. no <laughs> it would have my face on it of course be like a screenshot <laughs> of me like with a stupid face during this <laughs> well i don't know now you're giving me ideas so oh, <laughs> do you all right so these are the, uh, the last two questions that i have for you um 
Would you do Calendar Club again? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, like I said, like, I, I really think that a lot of people need to do hard stuff, you know? Um, you'll have a better appreciation of, like, yourself and your abilities, you know, what you're capable, you know, both physically and mentally, you know? There's, like, I'd, like, yes, like, people should do it like absolutely and people should do it i'll definitely do it again definitely this year wow 100 percent. yeah i'll do it i'll do it again this year Ooh. um do you have any other challenges set up any other crazy wild no uh i mean we're we're what is it the ninth still yeah. like nine days post i think i've run my grand total of like four miles <laughs> i'm just like well, you need I, a rest you need i walked I, I walked into the gym the day after i saw the bike and i was like i want to throw up <laughs> disgusting it's just like ugh, how many hours i sat on that thing it's like, oh, get out wild. Of here. wild um, um what what other challenges uh no i'll, I'll do this again um for sure. Uh, I'm really not training anything. I'm just, I'm actually just trying to build some of the strength back in my legs after running Yeah. a whole month like that. Um, I've never been happier to do a squat or deadlift and I hate it. <laughs> so know, that, that really, that really says something. <laughs> so did we, I guess I just wanted to ask, I think you touched on advice, but if, if someone's listening to this and they might have never done a calendar club and maybe their running isn't the best or um they never ran a race before but but they're interested what's what's one piece of advice that you would give them probably the same stuff i already touched on before uh be smart be safe um understand the difference between hurt and injured you know if you're you know you can be hurting but you you know, you're gonna be fine. It's about just like working through and pushing through that, that barrier, that you know, that preconceived notion that, you know, you can't do it. You know, obviously, if you're injured, like you, you know, you twist your ankle, like that's a legit injury. You yeah. know, if like you, you think you might have, you know, um, is it um, um, some sort of fracture, like you know. Um, stuff like that just establishing the differences between the two um it's all about just like i said before you know don't get bogged down with oh i have to do you know 20 miles today or i have to do like 10 miles today just like like i said break it down like you know walk jog you know walk till the mailbox you see and then jog from the next one yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just like, you know, it's like you break it down to small manageable goals and you'll absolutely crush this. All right. That's good advice. Is there anything that we might have not touched upon that you wanted to mention? Coming out of this, like, May, right? We're May. God yes. damn it. I don't even know what. <laughs> I don't know what, what it is either. <laughs> It's like, but like, coming out of this, I was 
more in tune with like the time that I had available. Like, oh, so here, uh, I know I, I'm gonna call, I gotta call you on. No, so, don't go. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Where's the stop recording? <laughs> so, so you. Uh, sorry, oh man, I don't even so have you... a, I don't even have a drink for this right now for my roast. Go ahead. So like. <laughs> Some uh, okay. Well, uh, I won't call you out. No, just you can call me out. We'll just say someone <laughs> decided to spend an hour making a TikTok. <gasps> okay. <laughs> All right. Hold so, on. <laughs> so, so during that hour, like, and you, and you said this to your mom too. Like, you're like, I just spent an hour doing trying to make a TikTok, right? She's <laughs> like, well, she's like, is that going to make you happy? right yeah and like that's the stuff that you have to think about is that like during the time that we have it's just like am i gonna am i looking for this for the short term or the long term reward yeah you know what i mean it's like yeah i'm gonna get this done and i'll be happy that i, I accomplish it but it's like but what is that doing for me and my long-term goals i'm trying to get tiktok <laughs> I am. <laughs> TikTok famous. Listen, exactly. I, got, I got 10 likes on that video. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're viral. <laughs> no, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. And then, like, um, it's... And then, like, knowing, like, how much time, like, it's, like, I'm mind-blown, like, how much time I have now. You know what I mean? And it yeah. puts into perspective, it's just, like, it's like I I do have a lot of time, and then like granted, like I gotta take a step back because like I am still working. Like, and there's probably people who are trying to do everything they can to just try and make things end meet. Mm. You know what I mean? Like during this time, and like I totally get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally understand that. Like I'm coming from from a different perspective as right. like, somebody else would. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you that person is even working harder than I am right now. Yeah. Because of that, you know what I mean? I agree. I agree. So it's just like that person now understands the value of time more than I ever could because they have to do, you know, they have to make a list. They have to figure out, okay, like if this is not going to work, I have to do this or, you know, you know, rents due, you know, I still have bills that need to get paid. It's just like, I got to do stuff in order to make it happen. And that's all about, you know, prioritizing your time. You know, figure out what's important to you and getting it done. I agree. I agree. I agree. Don't take advantage of time. So, (laughs) making viral TikTok videos. (laughs) Listen, it was the Moana one. Did you even see it? I do not waste any time because (laughs) cops are killing the profession with their stupid TikToks. Can I, wait, can I just say, though, that they they have, there, there's a couple of cops out there with, with TikToks, and, and they are killing the game. They're, no, they're, they're getting made good. fun of brutally, no, actually. No, they're, like, they're, <laughs> all right, I won't go, we, we won't go into that, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, there, there are dedicated Instagram pages where it's 
making fun of cops in uniform, making Aww. ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> I could not like those the posts faster. I really couldn't. There's some real cringe out there if you really want to get into it. <laughs> so I assume you don't have a TikTok. I never said I did. I never oh. recorded a video. <laughs> All never, of me. All you'll of never me. see me one. No. <laughs> All right. Nope. I tried. I tried. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, thank you. If you don't have anything else that you want to mention, um, thank you for coming on the on Quarantine Chronicles. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. Uh, hopefully this isn't the worst episode that you had. So, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> people can directly blame me. They can slide into my DMs and tell me how bad I suck. So... <laughs> At um, Dan Frenny underscore. <laughs> I was gonna say, do do your social media shout out. Give them your TikTok. Oh God, I, <laughs> God damn t- I don't even know what my TikTok handle is. Um, but my Instagram, I'm more active on that. Is at Dan Frenny F R E N E Y underscore. So go follow him, everybody, and go give him a bunch of hate for for not liking cops doing tiktoks because i love that cringe. straight <laughs> cringe all right thank you again thank you i really hope you guys enjoyed that two-part series with dan he is a really cool guy to listen to and to take advice from. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed that. This was a really fun interview for me to do. And I'm actually kind of sad that th- this is the ending. It's all, it's over. <laughs> um, but I hope that you guys learned some information and some tips if you want to do the calendar club yourselves or if you want to do any type of challenge for that matter. And I also really hope that you guys got inspired by this interview and that you want to challenge yourselves in new ways moving forward. Dan's Instagram is going to be below in the description if you want to reach out and ask him more questions or if you want to pick his brain more about the calendar club, or if you want him to be your running coach, he's a, he's the number one running coach (laughs) ever in the whole entire world. Um, but he's a very, uh, laid back dude and he is just, he's a great guy. So don't be shy or don't be nervous. If you want to learn more, um, please reach out to him. His username will be below. All right. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening. And I will see you for episode 21 on Friday. See you then.